0: the phileas club is made possible entirely by its patrons you can become a patron too at patreon.com slash the phileas club the link is in the show notes hey everyone and welcome to the phileas club this is episode 105 and we're in february 2018 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Phileas Club. My name is Patrick Beja, and uh, this is a show where we cover the news from around the world. We get people from different countries, different backgrounds, different cultures, and uh, we try to make sense of what's happening in each of those countries and basically take a different worldwide look at those things and hopefully uh, get some different opinions about those things in the process. Uh, So today we have three uh, other people on the show with me. Uh, First, First of all, Turkey, as always, joining me. How's it going from Saudi Arabia?
1: Oh, all good. Hello from rainy Riyadh. Rainy? I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> it's raining like crazy today.
0: is It happens like twice a year and everyone panics and doesn't know what to do?
1: No, everybody celebrates and goes out to camping. <laughs> Right.
0: That would make sense. Uh, I, in, in France, we had, um, a lot of snow once when I was there with my wife and the bus couldn't climb the hill where it was supposed to go to go to get me to my job. So I had yeah. to go back home in the morning and my wife was so amused. She was making fun of France for <laughs> basically two weeks.
2: Um, we also have Matthias from Germany. How's it going, sir? Yeah, hello everyone. I suspect we're the most hated country in Canada right now, but other than that, things are good over here. I suspect you have, you're have you referencing some uh,
0: Olympic stuff, which I have not yeah, been following yes. at all.
2: What yeah, happened? Apparently we beat their hockey team in the Olympic semifinals, and now uh, that was against all odds, and now we're up against Russia in the finals. How... How is uh, that even possible? I like have you have no don't... <laughs> idea because we guys suck at hockey, apparently. I, I don't follow any of those sports, but uh, it was all over the news yesterday because it was okay. so sensational. So uh, against all odds, we won somehow yeah it, yeah but i, I guess have if you want to choose a country that hates you it might as well you might as well go with canada so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah because at least they'll be sorry about it um right. i think finland was uh like third or something like that i haven't been following either but finland is very proud of its ice hockey team it's like their sport so i don't know i'm guessing they did well and finally we have owen jj stone old doctor who's here with us uh again how's it
3: going sir uh, it's raining here, too. It's been raining. Oh, we have a, I don't have a new baby like you, but I do have a puppy, which is very Almost similar the same. to having a baby. <laughs> I gotta get up early. I got to walk it in the rain. It doesn't want to go in the rain. I <laughs> kick it. It's like oh, a lot of work. I mean, don't kick the baby, but... Um... <laughs>
0: I try not to, uh, but basically it's it's very similar. We were remarking um, a few d- days ago that it's basically a pet. You know, it poops, it eats, it cries. Uh, it doesn't do much else in those first few weeks. So um, it's basically a pet and it doesn't like, it's not even happy when you're around. That only starts after. it's It's almost smiling now. And I can't really <laughs> tell if it's actually smiling or if it's happy because it's pooping. Uh, i 'm talking about the baby, not a pet again very similar <laughs> um so thank you for being on you're in uh in uh the u s on the east coast and uh I guess we're going to get started with the show uh i 'm gonna go first with a a, a non too depressing story, and I think Owen is gonna go second with uh, um Again, I don't even know what to... We'll we'll get to that. Um, But first, the thing that I noted happening in France... It's probably not the biggest thing that happened in France in the past month. Um, But first of all, I've been busy with my pet. um, (laughs) So I haven't been following everything. But um, also, I thought this story might be interesting to our listeners... Um, and it's about basically identity, not quite identi- identity politics, but identity for the country. Um, what happened was there's every year a march celebrating, uh, Joan of Arc and, uh, in Orléans, the city of Joan of Arc. Uh, and, you know, it's basically annual festivities celebrating the, the, the thing since, you know 19 uh, uh 1430 or whatever it was uh the siege and uh this year the city selected a uh, Joan of Arc they select someone to play the role of Joan of Arc uh, every year and this year they se- they selected a uh person a french uh, national of mixed race uh her dad is from africa i think from benin benin uh and her mother yeah i'm reading the article now uh, her mother is polish and uh and so she's uh well not black black but she's brown and uh she's obviously french and um that as you can imagine um Created some kind of uh, tension with some factions of uh, the more right wing uh, portion of of the political landscape, and I think what 's really interesting to note is that um, there was some reaction you know some uh, expression of racism and some i think it's it's to be expected the the uh when you're going to put a, a black person as Joan of arc obviously that's a symbol that is going to create uh uncomfortableness and i can understand that there would be discussion comments and of course while i obviously don't condone it i could everyone could see coming the kind of uh, uh racist comments you're also seeing however As I was saying, I think the more interesting part of it is that it didn't turn into a huge thing. It was a news story, for sure, but it didn't turn into a national conversation. It didn't turn into a huge deal for the country. It was just, oh, all right, well, that happened. And some a-holes were being a-holes. And, you know, its I don't think anyone is regarding this as, oh, Joan of Arc is black now. The, the the tone is much more, well, maybe it's okay to have a, a black, semi-black Joan of Arc uh, for, you know, once in a while, and that's fine. Um, and that, again, it's not everyone who thinks that, but I think overwhelmingly the story didn't become a huge deal because most people don't have a huge problem uh, with that choice. And I thought that was that was really interesting because I wasn't sure that's how it would have gone, um, but it sort of gives me you know faith in the French people so yeah, I thought that was that was an interesting story. I don't know that there's a huge amount uh, to discuss there for uh, the entire panel. I don't know if you guys have something to to say there, but I thought it was an interesting story um, so, yeah, that's that's it for, for the French
3: one. Let's move on. Oh, Sorry. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's good that people weren't up in arms because for my whole lifetime, every time I see a movie about Egypt, or white, like, and I'm like, well, isn't I know that, like, Egypt's in Africa and Egyptians try to be like Egyptians. Egyptians think that they're Egyptian. <laughs> like their their own thing. They're their own. They're like a space being, and they're just Egyptians. But it's in Africa, and the sun's bumping out there in the desert. And it just amazes me that everybody who works for them, the Jews that are slaves, so that everybody else got a tan. But <laughs> when it comes to the king, queen, there's Snow White. So you know, <laughs> sometimes you just have to deal with the fact that maybe uh cultural appropriation and letting somebody else have a little kid say, Oh, I could be Joan of Arc too. Is a good thing. Yeah, and I think it's, in America we've dealt with it the opposite way in every walk of life. life. You know, they they made the Lone Ranger. The guy was an Indian. He's always played by a white guy, and you're mm-hmm. like, but he's an, he the the Lone Ranger's buddy is an Indian. Like the Tracker is an Indian. He's not. Oh, okay, I get <laughs> it. You know, I think it's very, I think
0: it's even stronger in the US as an issue. Uh, we certainly have it and we're waking up to it a little bit more in France now. Um, but it's not as strong, but. It's always, you know, I'm wondering, obviously Joan of Arc is not a superhero, and maybe we can talk about this now f- with some convoluted, um, uh, uh, segue. The release of, um, Black Panther made a lot of noise in the U.S., and for us, it was a little bit of a foreign thing. You know, the, the, the joy of having a Black superhero be a main character with a Black, you know, African, I think I've heard it called African Futurism culture. Um, and in the U S it made a lot of noise for some reason. We always end up talking about, uh, inclusive superheroes when you're on, Owen when last time it was <laughs> wonder, woman. Um, wonder woman, um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's almost like it. What if, uh, captain America is black. And of course in the comics, um, the, the, um, his name is escaping me. Falcon ends up being captain America and Falcon is, is black. Um, is it Wilson something? Can't remember. Um, but yeah, what what did you think of the whole uh, Black Panther uh, phenomenon that's been happening?
3: A black Panther is important. Um, you know, when people say he's the first Black superhero, obviously the better one that you had. Uh, there's, there's multiple Black superheroes, but Blade is like the only one. Like people are like, oh, these were okay movies. These are good movies. You can respect them. But again, it's one black guy surrounded by all white cast. Yeah, and, so and even so, though he was so, like I mean, the black lead, friends like he, just, but he didn't bleed, know anybody black. Is- he didn't hang out with anybody black. Like it was just like. Yeah, um, and there, but there's even, difference.
0: you know, Blade is like a vampire hunter. I understand he's a mar- Marvel character, but if he wasn't, no one would consider him a superhero. And, and you know, you have, like, War Machine and Iron Man, and you have, uh you know, you have, like, two or three in, in Marvel, but it's, it's different when it's... And I've seen that's a something. few people replying this to me on Twitter. It's like, I'm sorry, it's not the same thing when you have, like, the actual star and the whole movie around that uh, identity, so
3: star it's about the surrounding cast like i said people want to ignore um your what you just said about Blaze was oxymoron if he wasn't a marvel character he wouldn't be a superhero that's what makes him a superhero he's a marvel character so he is in fact a superhero it's just again the fact he's surrounded by white people okay. black panther is surrounded by black people and there's only two other white actors in the movie so when you say it's like afro pro-black blah 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 I mean, the directors black, the producers black like everybody's black. So you're getting a full on multicultural black experience. Like they they took stuff from like five different parts of Africa, mashed it down to one, as you said, Afrofuturism, whatever. And it's great to see, and it's great that you know kids don't want to really be a vampire hunter, I guess, but <laughs> you know you want to be. Everybody wants to be Iron Man, and this is basically Iron Man. You know, mm. he's got all the money in the world. He's got gadgets. He's got toys. Like, that's why Tony Stark is the leader of the Marvel Universe, because, hey, I'm just a dude. If I'm smart enough, I could build myself a suit. I don't have to have, like, the Hulk powers. I'm not a god. You know what I mean? I could be a dude that just builds a suit. Mm. So, know, was, so was there, there was
0: a, I mean, it, it's kind of, I know the answer, but there was a uh, excitement. It, like, were you, even before we heard about Black Panther, there was some frustration that there wasn't that for for you guys for for black people in America. It was frustrating that there wasn't a full There's on not black an
3: Asian superhero. superhero. There's mm-hmm. not a Latino superhero. We got a whole lot of work to do to mm-hmm. have it just not be a white guy or shoot even women. Um, heroes. The, the women characters haven't had their own um, Really, they talk about Wonder Woman. That's why Wonder Woman was such a big deal. So, I mean, we got everybody needs a piece of the pie, needs a share. It's not just white guys saving the universe or whatever is going on. Um, Again, I love the movie. I understand the hyperbole of the movie. The movie made a lot of money. You know, people are like, it's the best Marvel movie ever. I'm like, pump your brakes, that was Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like, uh, I thought Thor was better than Black Panther Ragnarok with Hulk I thought I had more fun but again I'm a nerd I actually like comic books I like these story arcs and um again it's great to see Black Panther cuz literally it's it's the same equivalent of Tony Stark mm. When Iron Man came out, you saw every kid wearing an Iron Man suit. Every kid wanted to be Iron Man. Now all you see is Black Panther masks. So to have the representation for kids, the same thing when you say, oh, look, you could beat a president. Okay, cool. Everybody wants to go get a suit and dress their kid like Barack for Halloween. Now everybody's going to be just I can't imagine how many black. There's going to be like a Black Panther army come <laughs> Halloween this year, and I, I won't know what to do. Now, I'm not dressing my kid in anything black. I'll lose her in the crowd. so it's fun it's it's great um i just try to pump the brakes on the whole it's the best made i'm like it's it's a it's a cartoon bro like normally the other issue is what people is they're like look we have black cast black films why don't you support birth of nation i was like because every other black cast you get we're slaves we're uh Warlords killing children, like this is the first like Mm. all black pro. Because again, like I said, when you're Egyptians and you're kings and queens, they may have white people be the lead. Mm. And like, wait, wait, how come when we're when we're positive, people in there, but when we're negative, you know, you got all these black guys running around killing kids and stealing land and gold and stuff. It's the stereotyping. So hopefully, this fixes that. It's made a lot of money and it proves the um the movie studios that hey. When you're in Egypt, you can have a black pharaoh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people. <laughs> well, still they weren't quite the black,
0: but yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah,
3: um, tan, brown, whatever. Yeah, African. yeah, yeah, African. I say African because yeah. it's in Africa. <laughs> um, Turkey.
0: I wonder if there is some, you know, uh, uh, reaction to that movie or to I don't even know if you're. If you're if you're you're having that movie in in Saudi Arabia or but you know to the to the the existence of a non-white superhero movie does that you know create conversations in Saudi Arabia or not at all?
1: Well, first of all, we I haven't seen the movie because we don't have theaters here yet. Mm-hmm. So, but for the movie itself in Saudi Arabia. It's like other countries. We do have racism here. Uh, However, racism here in Saudi is kind of different compared to other parts of the world, like the U.S. or some other countries. It's less about the color of your skin, and it's more about where you're originally from or what faith you follow. That's where uh, that happens. And usually it only affects you on the social level, as in marriage and relationships. But it won't really affect you in your everyday life or uh, Getting a good job or so on, in general. So, and uh, Black Panther, a movie that's it's all black is no big deal. What's the big deal? It's just another movie with a a black guy being in a superhero. So, what's the big deal? Okay, I see. That's, yeah, it makes so sense. So that, that's that. That's the most g- general opinion that you would have here from Saudis. Uh, as I said, if it comes down. Saudis, when they're racist, they usually isn't the color. It comes down, where are you originally from? So tribal or non-tribal and so on, African, Asian, and so on, or what faith you follow. And usually there's two faiths that with Saudis they would have a problem with. Usually it's either uh, Shia sect, Muslims who are Shia sect, or due to the problem with Israel and And so on, Zionist. You have also the Jewish uh, faith. So those are the mostly where you have the problems. But skin color isn't really a huge factor here in Saudi because sometimes you find tribal people who are from good tribes that they are very dark people, Mm. and you have them some who are extremely white. So skin color doesn't really come in as a huge Mm. factor in uh, racism here.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, it's not quite Africa, but there are huge portions of the Middle East, including Northern Africa, where the people are very, very white. Um, And uh, yes, and
1: you have that also in Sudan. Sudan is a a mixer of both. You would Mm. find some Sudanese who are very, very dark and you have Sudanese who are very, very white and they have almost a balance in that uh, region and they are considered all uh, Saudis treat them all equally. There's no difference between them.
0: You know, it's both kind of hopeful and at the same time depressing because it's kind of, well, when you don't, when you have a mix of skin colors, then people find other reasons to, to, to be, uh, disparaging or belittling with one another, which I fully expect. If tomorrow the world started being, uh, all, you know, accepting of all skin colors, then we would find something else i remember i have a friend uh we were playing a, a lot of uh custom role playing games in when i was younger and uh one of my friends was making was creating worlds and creating uh, role playing games and he created a game a world where there was an alien invasion and the the inv- he wanted some kind of um class system you know uh, racism kind of thing in that world and he f- thought up the uh because the the aliens were simian he thought up the uh hair being the 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 reason why people would be more or less well considered so people with a lot of pelosity a lot of hair would be would have a higher status than the people who didn't and, and that's- <laughs> so that's, that's very interesting. yeah i, I think you know i i really think that we will always find something to be yeah.
1: um, and, and, yeah. and just just to point out something when i'm saying uh, skin color doesn't really come to effect i'm not saying 100 percent there are you would always find some people who would have problems with skin color but i'm talking about the majority in the general atmosphere mm. is skin color here doesn't really matter that much and if it, it comes down where you come from and it's only usually affects you at any level when it comes to your social w- marriage basically relationships okay. and so on
0: um so to get back to black panther uh, for us i think in france it was obviously the issue of um and the question of uh having a, a black superhero was a lot less pronounced it was like oh yeah okay it's a cool marvel movie it's a little bit different from the other Marvel movies structurally. And yeah, it's all black and it's in Africa. And that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, and the, the fight choreography is not as good as the one in Civil War. And that's basically what we, uh, stopped at. I wonder in Germany, if the conversation went beyond that or if it's similar to what we had in, in France, uh,
2: Matthias. I haven't watched the movie, so I can't really talk about that too much but uh, i have seen a lot of people talk about it on twitter for example and praising it Uh, but to be honest for me uh, i kind of stopped watching the all the marvel sequels and stuff so i'm not really interested in that and haven't followed the conversation but i guess there are enough people uh, idiots who just need a reason to hate on it so they just go with it Mm. okay but again i haven't uh, read a lot about it because I'm not really that interested, personally. Fair enough. Um, okay, so uh, Black Panther conversation
0: aside, uh, now that we're done with that, uh, let's go into the more difficult conversation, and that is, uh, I think, something that was discussed uh, or witnessed by the entire world, and that's the uh, Parkland shooting that happened in Florida, uh, the school shooting. Um,
1: Excuse me, I don't think it's a difficult conversation unless you're a member of the NRA.
0: Um, I think the difficulty expands beyond the NRA, and that's too bad. And we'll talk about this for a second uh, in a in a second. Sorry, but first let's let me give the mic to to Owen. Um, yeah i mean what is the mood what's happening? I think we all hear about it through twitter and, and and the news but uh from your perspective on the ground um it seems this time the conversation is is not dying down
3: um so again, preference my thought process with I'm not the average American that you see on the internet as the stuff is concerned. Think the conversations and dine down. This is what happens every time children get shot. This is what happens every time a church gets shot. People get upset. People get mad. People rally. People post stuff and people complain. And guess what? This is America. Guns aren't going anywhere. And everybody in power takes money. So our system works that our politicians get funded from the outside. As long as that happens, nothing's going to change. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter how many 17-year-olds you put on camera that seem very well-spoken and taken care of because over here in America, we just say that they're actors, they're paid and coached by CNN, and we can't trust them. We don't believe that these 17 kids were killed because we need to see the bodies. Like, but okay, wait, wait a second. Already here, you're, I mean, you're
0: living through this, uh, so for you, it seems obvious that this is happening, but what I've heard, uh, is that the, the one or a couple of the kids are being, uh, described by, uh, some of the interest groups or some of the, uh, news outlets as actors and they're not, because they're mobilizing, I think, like, it it hasn't been quite that strong before the the kind of mobilization and and trying to get together a conversation that will continue and that will um uh result into at least some action and it seems the pressure on the NRA is stronger than it was before because some companies are dropping their uh, dealings with the NRA and and stuff like that but you're you're saying that the the what some people might not have heard about is you're saying the the stories of uh, are are centering around they're not real kids and we don't see the bodies so it's fabricated like that kind of con- uh, uh
3: um conspiracy theory is is every time there's a school shooting sandy hook people are still talking about oh that school the kids nobody died there it was a, a false flag you know why would america who especially now with a current president. Why would this president who is like pro anything that somebody's going to cut a check to do a false flag and shoot kids like, okay, maybe Obama's like, I want to get rid of these guns. Let me go fake, shoot up some kids so we could get NRA in trouble. Like, but this president, why would you, why would you think that they would allow that to happen? But this is what happens in America. This is what happens with your quote unquote fake news. Half the populace is stupid. Wait, not half the populace. 40% of the populace is stupid. 30% Thirty percent care. Thirty percent is overeducated, and ten percent I don't know what they're doing. So, it like I said, I don't think that anything is going to happen. Different, you know. We had nine eleven, which whatever. Not going to get into what happens. You get conspiracy theories, but the one thing that came out of that was, hey, you can not go into the airport with a bottle of water anymore. They fixed that thing the next day. Th- there's been an eighteen this year, and my recollection, there's been like. 10 major school shootings in the last 5 or 10 years and no one's done a thing about it. They go out here, they pay the slip service, they go to the town halls, I know what you're saying. People are dropping NRA. Guess what? They're dropping the NRA for now. You you don't oh. think they're
0: they're they're mobilizing more than they were before it seems from the outside that they are. Hello?
3: It, it, it might be because if you're watching CNN all the time and they're, and they're putting these kids up to talk and I, it, I just I don't care about lip service. got up a church I saw a whole lot of black people mobilizing and maybe again the media doesn't cover but I saw them they were doing stuff they were marching things again until somebody gets a bill to change the law doesn't mean anything because this pressure doesn't directly cut the tax. And yes, oh. a couple sponsors dropped the NRA, but the NRA makes a ton of money. And if you hear Americans with guns, I, I'm pro gun. I'm a gun person. Gun owner. I, I I I want my guns. I'm not trying to give up my guns. Um I believe in a a better uh, registration and handling of weapons, which in America we don't do. So it's like think- a stronger you were talking around.
0: about you, – you're breaking up a little bit, but uh, you were talking about – I think it was on, on This Week in Tech. You were saying it's, you can get a gun with less control than you need to get a, a, a driving license, which, um, which is kind of unbelievable. And I think that we're not – by the way, I'm not uh, – uh, Watching CNN, I, I there are a few people who mentioned this on the last episode or the one before. Um, who mentioned, oh well, you know, Allison is like she's watching CNN so much it shows in her. I don't think it that's really the the. It wasn't the point with Allison. She was talking about her experience as a former Republican who became uh, uh, less of a Republican. But that be, beyond that, uh, the way we look at all of this is with. I think disbelief, you know, and and I know that some people listening to me uh, on the the right side of this conversation um, are, are on the republic, the conservative side of this conversation are going to say, "Oh, but Patrick, you're a you're a liberal, and and that's why you you say those things." But really, it's it's different when you're um, in in our shoes. But really, it's one of those cases where. The only people, like the entire world is looking at this situation and doesn't understand. You know, there are some things that are difficult conversations. There are some things that are difficult to to fix, you know, and sometimes there are no solutions for stuff. But here, it's like, sometimes there are solutions, you know, and everywhere you look, that there have, they have been implemented. Slowly, of course, it's not going to happen overnight and all of a sudden everything is fixed in the U.S. regarding to guns. And there are lots of guns in the U.S., all of that. But every country, no, no other country has that problem. None, none. And still, some people don't want to admit. You know, I understand saying I'm pro-gun, I want my guns. But fighting reasonable uh, gun control meaning you you need to have uh, the proper some kinds of guns you can or can't buy and and I understand this yes. is why I didn't it's have it's a it's a, big, it's a bigger uh, so, so just just to finish up this is why I didn't have um, we, I talked about having someone a conservative person on the show to talk about this and to give us their point of view the problem is. We know that point of view, and we've heard all of the arguments already. I think at some point it's not about the, the arguments anymore, it's about the decision you make. We have all the points. And this is one of the few rare cases where, you know, I talk about healthcare. I think healthcare it shouldn't be a, a discussion. And it's mind blowing, it's puzzling that it still is in the US. Uh and for everything, for almost everything, I am willing to have the conversation, and I think it's important that we have the conversation. And to be fair, we've had people talk about the reasons for uh, being pro guns on the show, and we will in the future, I'm sure. But we will again. But there, there are some cases where it's, it's. I can't, especially after the right after the the, the shooting happened. I can't just. Have someone come in and say, oh, well, you know, we need automatic rifles and we need this. And, and in case the government comes in and we need to defend ourselves. And like, this is a simple, I, I, I hesitate to say simple, but I will. Anyway, it's a simple problem. Everyone else has fixed it. Everyone else. It's like, it's not that complicated no no matter how complicated you want to make it it really isn't that complicated it's complicated because of agendas and sometimes you can look at a problem and think in isolation well there's this or that or you know this or that problem but when you look around it's almost like when i see people in france talk about some political matters i i hear them and i'm hearing insane people talking because you look at the isolation issue in France and you think, Oh, well, some people think this, some people think that, but you look a little bit wider and you see that every other country has, uh, you know, understood that issue and come to a conclusion. And when, and you have to do that, it's like trying to fix a problem when you're alone, when you're, you're wondering about the problem and you're, and you're like, Oh, could we have solution a or solution B or solution C? And you've had that problem solved by solution C everywhere else. And you're still looking at it in isolation and thinking, hmm, I really wonder what the solution would be. And like, look around. The solution is clear. It's easy. Everyone else has fixed it. <sighs> Sorry. And that's why I didn't want to have someone, because I, I'm, if I'm being honest, I, I don't really want to have a conversation about this. I want to yell at someone. <laughs> And that's probably not fair to that someone, so maybe when I'm a little bit more calm. But sorry, Owen, I interrupted you to get into my I don't monologue. Continue.
3: I don't I was just making sure you can hear me. I mean, I get everything you just said, but so when you say everybody else has fixed it, you know what everybody else isn't? Everybody else isn't the father of the of the world. America is the global parent of the world. China's the mom. and china's about to be the dad and we're about to be the mom but for right now we are the father of the world meaning we patrol around this whole globe protecting everybody owning their land occupying their land we are a war machine so when you say you don't understand we are a nation that just kills and takes over we're the empire that rules the globe right now so the mentality the money we spend on our budget for for defense quote unquote It's in our DNA, and it's in our blood. It's how we control power, and it's right on down to the gun owner in America. Everybody else can give up their guns. You know why? Because America's going to come in and save you. You know why? You don't have to worry about guns because America's going to step in and say, we're going to fund the UN. We're going to do all this stuff. Again, I I get what you're saying, and as a a parent and a practical owner, I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying – it, this whole construct is why it's not going to go away. In France, you guys had a shooting a couple years ago. Uh, where did they get the guns from? Uh, there, there's no guns there, right? But somebody still had went in there and shot. No, up but stuff. it's when you it's, go it's to different. Other countries they blow up place. Let me finish. When you go to other countries, they blow up stuff. So if you take this gun away, then you get the like the Boston bombers. They go in their kitchen and they make a bomb, and they, and they go down a parade. So I I, I want better registra- regulations, no doubt. But at the end of the day, when we say all these things, it's it's the way, it's our tradition, it's our way of life, and we can't even get healthcare fixed, which is such a simple thing. You know why? Because, again, like I said, money is a motivator. The money runs everything in here. And these kids can cry all they want, people can say what they want, and unless you take funding out of politics, that's a problem. We we can't all get together and relate on one issue. So some people want guns banned. Some people want better regulation. Some people want... uh metal detectors at schools. We can't get together and make one unison thing because there's so much discord and and disinformation. So it just gets all in the wash. And in six months, we'll be right back where we are. Listen, there are a couple of
0: things I want to say. First, yes, we have terrorist attacks everywhere in the world. But the problem is the the ease of getting guns is different. And so you get in France, you have shootings sometimes, yes, it happens. But then the next guy who comes along, we've had issues with people attacking uh, police officers with knives and with hammers. And that of, obviously is a lot less dangerous. And saying we can't, you know, you're always going to have some guns, so we're not going to do anything. I, we can't make, bring the, the death toll to zero, so we're not going to do anything. It's, it just, it doesn't make sense. It's like you didn't have one, uh, terrorist attack a long time ago. You had like what,
3: 15 school shootings in the, in, since the beginning of the year? That's like. But domestic, domestic terrorism is not a real thing. We only take terrorism as a threat when it comes from an outside <laughs> source. No, but and that's you, how you know what works. I mean, right? It's like you've, it's not, well, like I know you what have, you're saying. Saying. Oh, so I'm, talking home? How america works. I'm talking about how america works i know what right, you're saying right, right, right. i understand i'm saying this is what america all my replies to you are america replies yeah like, no I it's know. not directly me like america when you say stuff yeah if, if if you know what happens if you armed every black man in america with an ar-15 it would be banned tomorrow <laughs> Bad well, on the band list. If you had a terrorist I, come I don't in know, here there. and shoot up a school with an AR 15 and killed those kids, they would be banned tomorrow. But mm. since they're white males, mm. they're just, you know, mm. you know, lone rangers, you know, it's not like yeah. they're the hunting family that has guns and none of those people out here killing people. It's these lone ranger white kids that we just, oh, you know, they're putting him in the media. He's 19. He lost his mom. He lost his dad. I don't care about his sympathy story. He just killed 17 people. But since he's a white guy, this is how we portray it. So, so yeah, I, I don't know.
0: I mean, it seems a little bit far fetched to me that I, I think the NRA, the the Second Amendment, uh, uh, the pro Second Amendment people would would still not want to give up the the those the current laws, even if it was not a white person.
2: That I'm I'm not sure, but. Maybe. The problem is, all those American answers you just gave can be easily refuted and don't make any sense at all. But it still won't help if you argument against them because my freedom, I want that gun. That's the Second Amendment. Even if it's only the first part of the Second Amendment and the rest, they just discount. It's just that standpoint. That's my freedom. That's my right. I want that. And you can't argue rationally against that, it seems. I, yeah I think that's why
0: we are in disbelief uh because it is not rational that is and and it's the same with every one of those issues, but in this case it leads to it directly leads to uh deaths, and so that's even more difficult and like the the solutions that are proposed that is that are like seriously being considered like arming teachers and putting armed guards everywhere which by the way there was one he ended up not going in there and can I can I
3: say something to that real sure, quick? sure 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 of course so this is now again when I'm talking you know, I'm just advocating back to the Americans so we're not on the same d- discord right. but when the president of the United States who's an idiot sits there and says. Well, we need to arm 20% of our teaching force. And maybe if they take down a bad guy, we give them a bonus. Then you read that there was an armed guard, 23 year veteran officer building who makes $75,000 a year. Now you read that there were four sheriffs who hid behind their cars and didn't go into the building to approach the shooter. Well, where are the good guys with the guns? You want to arm teachers. In classrooms, quote unquote, randomly, secretly. You think these kids aren't gonna be fishing for guns from their teachers? You, you, you already got a weapon in the school. The kids don't have to sneak the gun in. They can get at a gun if they find out who has one. Secondly, you expect teachers to take down a guy when trained police officers, not even officers, sheriffs wouldn't even go in there and put themselves in line of duty. But you expect uh, Miss Susie in math class to pop a cap in Johnny it's it's it's
0: a distraction i mean it's yeah, so obviously it a distraction it's like get us get you upset about this and get us to talk about that so that the conversation is shifted from and and i think the most frustrating thing is as you were saying owen i think a lot of people are gun owners and do want to keep their guns but they're only that's the most baffling i think the the, the uh most people I think don't want to ban guns period. I think that is unreasonable, completely unreasonable. Most people want the uh certain types of guns to be very difficult to obtain, maybe banned certain types you know automatic weapons, that kind of thing, and uh more stringent stringent um uh, uh requirements if you want to buy a gun, like training and uh registration and stuff like that like evaluation yeah. Yeah, how maybe you can explain this to us? Why does that not uh, uh, become a consensus? Like, why are there some people who say
3: even that we don't want to see happen? Something I was saying earlier: mobilization, but the conversation isn't a, a, a concise thing. Again, if they if they all went in there and said, "We want." Gun regulation changed, and this is what we wanted to do, which is why I'm pushing for this DMV movement. Because when you buy a car here in America, if I went to go sell it to you, I'd have to have a bill of sale. The state would know that I sold it to you. You'd have to pay taxes on the purchase, and the, the car will be registered to you. Now, with a gun, I buy the gun. I could sell it to you on the street. And with it six months later, i just say it was stolen there's no record of it there's no transaction so when people stand up there and they say all the things they're saying i don't know what they want Doesn't matter there's like 18 different factions some are super pro black 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 the other one's like hey just stop shooting us there's no real leader that's trying to give for give me a 10 point bulletin of what you need to do and everybody needs to get on board and support that but you got, again, you have gun and they're like, look, don't ban my guns. Look, okay, make it harder, to get the gun. Okay, no guns at all. Uh, you know, let, let's lock up the school. The conversation is too diluted, so you can't get something through. If everybody just focused on one thing, we could actually make change. So now, yes, you're going to hear the guy in Florida who's a real tool is like, all right, well, we're gonna ban uh extended clips now. You, you can't have an extended clip. I mean you still have the gun, but we're you know, they acquiesce to you in the moment, give you a little something, so they decide to do something, but it, there's no real definitive thing for change. And it's hard because that's the problem. There's um every time we talk about healthcare,
0: uh a lot of the, the people on the panel point out uh, very astutely that things can get done on a state level, and that is probably a better way of experimenting with what works and what doesn't and you know what can be um, put into place in the context of the U.S., uh, and that is probably the way it should go uh, if things are going to, to move and change. Is wouldn't that make sense in the case of uh, gun control as well? Isn't that maybe already the case in some states where there are more stringent
1: uh, Yeah, but what's the point, uh, Patrick, if you can buy it from one state and just move to the other state? Mm.
3: Well, that, it's, again, it's something. That's, it, it, it's something, but again, it's not a real solution because there's no uniformity. Like, the, some of the things I, I wanted um, are... are are actually in place in a couple of states if you're in arizona you do have to go out with an instructor you have to hit a target if you don't have the target you can't get the gun like it's almost like you there's some extra steps to where look we're not just going to give you a gun and think you know how to handle it you know because some people just Mm. buy guns you know some people live alone they heard some break-ins in the neighborhood they go out they buy a gun they have no idea how to shoot it they have no idea what they're doing and then they end up shooting a neighbor or a friend or their kid or their kid gets hold of it. You know, there's no thing set in place It's like okay, here, this is how you shoot it. You have kids at home? Okay, if you have a family, if you have kids at home, then you're mandated to buy a lockbox with this gun. You can't just get this gun and go stick it in your drawer. Like you have to buy a gun box. There there's nothing in place uniformly that does it. In the same way he said, the same thing I said about loopholes. If you don't have Then people are going to find a way around it. And again, you go ban guns and somebody's going to go blow something up. So you need some kind of uniformity, which is the big problem because, Mm -hmm. again, you got fake news. You got people saying that the kid, the thing that drives me crazy about the kids being actors, let's just say the kids are actors. Let's just say that these kids didn't even go to school and they were paid to say all this bad stuff. Guess what? 17 kids still died at that school. Whatever they're saying, 17 children still died. So the fact that they're upset about these kids dying, whether they're actors or not, you should still be upset. They're children.
2: Mm. Well, the whole children actor thing is just another diversion to keep the uh, discussion off track from the real issue. It certainly feels like it. And
0: and when you're saying there's no uniform conversation, it's it's really, I wonder why... Um, why is there no one movement, and maybe we're seeing the beginning of that, but why, why is there no one 10 bullet point list uh, that is easy to get behind? Hello?
3: It's good because of emotion. The same reason you got all hyped up and rabble, rabble, rabble. People sit at home and they say, okay, well, here's a common sense thing we're going to do. That's not enough. You're you, you you're, you're punking out on us. Well, oh, okay, well, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's again, we don't have leaders anymore. There's no Martin Luther King hanging around. There's no, there's no real voice of the people. You know, politicians come around when it's their time to win something, but there's no real, hey, this is what I think, and people get behind. Them. There's no Kennedys. There's no big name people. That's why you can get a president like Trump. And as I said before in the show, I am perfectly pleased as pie that this guy is president because I'm waiting to see what happens in the next election because 50% of our country did not vote. 50% were like, look, both of these people are so evil, I'm not even going outside my house. I want to know what those other 50% of people who didn't take part are going to do now that they see it is. Again, normally when a president is screwing you over, they use lube. This guy has no lube, and he's got you tied to a post, and he's just giving it to you. So hopefully they see the difference, and they care about what's going on in the country. And then maybe we could get some uniformity. Maybe when we get everybody involved and, and realizing that they have to be a part of it, then something will change. Like I said, my big thing personally, bottom line, is I would love to have a movement just to get money out of politics. Every politician gets a a, 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 sti- a stipend, and that's it. that way they're not beholden to anybody. When they write these laws, they they owe somebody money, and they need more money to win. They're not going to change anything. That's why we can't have health care. That's why I can't get a cookie on the weekends. Like, it's just rough out here, and it's just the American way.
1: What I find interesting about this whole thing is you can't drink until you're 21, but you can buy a gun if you're 19.
3: The other amendments they did in Florida, when they when they took out the larger magazines, they said now you have to be twenty one, with exceptions, so if you're in the military, blah blah blah. But yeah, cool, okay. Mm. Just buy it second hand from somebody, and you don't know the kid bought it. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you say that then the
0: argument becomes, well, then it's no use banning anything because then you can get, get it from someone else or get banning for a certain age. Or, and I understand that this is often being used as a reason to do nothing. And it, it's really frustrating for, in this conversation, but in every conversation, and not just in America, in every country, when, when people say, oh, well, we're not going to fix it entirely, which I was alluding to earlier. We're not going to fix it entirely, so let's just not do anything. Of course, you have to start somewhere. Like having, a, a, I don't know, a medicine is not going to cure a hundred percent of the people that are ill, but it's going to cure fifty percent. Oh well, pfft, yeah, that's not not everyone's going to survive, so let's not do anything. No, you take the damn medicine, and hopefully, you have you know fifty percent of the people that are healed, and maybe by changing part of the law, it's a start to to mitigate a little bit of that issue. Uh, so I don't really understand
3: that argument, Owen. I don't subscribe I, I, to again, it. Again, if, if, the, if the president just came down and said the same thing that that guy in Florida said, everybody has to be 21. It, it will make a whole lot of people feel better about it because, again, you can go to a gun show in Georgia and get the gun and drive back home and be in Florida in an hour and a half. So, again, I'm not saying not doing anything. I'm just saying that I would just like uniformity. That's a great mm. step step right because we just saw children die everybody just say okay well at least we're not gonna let a, a angry 18 year old who's a senior go out buy the salt rifle drive back down and shoot up the school okay no no teenager can buy a gun you know you'd have to have a parent or an adult buy it for you if you're a hunter or whatever the exceptions may be i would just like to see that uniformly that mm. that's all i'm not i understand what you're saying what you're saying again everything you say makes sense I'm just giving you America's answers. Right,
0: right. This is right. America. So, so to you, the, the movement, if that actually is one, um, for for change. And I'm sure, you know, some of the people that were looking at thinking, uh, you're, you know, Republican, you probably don't want the, the reasonable. I think I'm sure some, many of them would be for reasonable, uh, you know, gun law reform. I'm certain of it. But it's just, it's not a coherent um uh, movement and I think you're right. And this is on the left, you know, this is on the, the 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 people who do want reasonable gun laws. I think they need to to organize and to get together. It's kinda like the um uh the the, the anti Wall Street like what's the name of that uh, uh unify Wall Street? No um Occupy, Occupy Wall, Wall Street. Street. There you Occupy go. Wall Occupy Wall yeah. Street. It was a movement but ultimately it didn't really go anywhere because it was just, oh, we're a leaderless movement. We don't have demands. We're just pissed off. And like, yeah, that's not how you get things done. But um, uh, Turkey, any thoughts on, on all of this from Saudi Arabia?
1: Um, let's say, I think Saudi Arabia has the same idea. Uh, let me put this first. Saudi Arabia is somewhat like the US. People here in general, love their guns. Uh, we don't have something called the Second Amendment where you have the right right for to have arms, bear arms or anything like that, but people love their guns around here. Uh, the difference is here it's more controlled. Uh, it's monitored more by the government. Not, that, not to say that there are people who own guns that uh, are not licensed or have it got through illegal ways. It's just that here, you cannot publicly go and bear arms in public, uh, unlike some states in the U.S. Um, for, so, but at the end of the day, yeah, uh, a lot of Saudis would reflect the same ideas that a lot of uh, people from around the world about the states, that they love their guns, they just go around and they like shooting it too much. And uh, being in a country where there's a lot of control on a lot of stuff, the concept that there should be more control there should be more laws of how people carry guns is uh, is like an oxymoron here and it, a lot of people don't understand it no one here in saudi would think that banning guns period is a good idea because as i said a lot of saudis and and i think a good ma- majority of saudis love guns in the, here so, but they do believe there should be laws. There should be a logical systems to control who owns them, how, what type of guns they can own and, and, and just monitor these things. And, uh, and this is the concept. So basically, S- Saudis would say, why don't they have the laws? How could a, a kid have a gun? Why is it they don't uh, do background checks? Why don't they know exactly who owns a gun, who doesn't own a gun?
0: So I guess is it fair to say the the reaction is disbelief as it, as I described, like you just. Uh, yeah, definitely It's
1: disbelief. Mm. Uh, Seventeen kids were shot. It's uh, it's something unbelievable. Like as far as I know, and uh, my knowledge isn't that great, but uh, that never we never had a school shooting at, like this. We do have school shootings in Saudi, but they're far apart, and they're usually targeted school shooting. Like a fight between two kids. So so one one kid steals his parents' gun, his dad's gun, and goes and shoots the other kid. But we never have mass shootings like the ones that we're seeing in the U.S. or in some other countries on occasions. So for us, this is where it comes strange. So unless you're a terrorist, you don't go out and start mass shooting people so that for us mass shooting is terrorist based here in this country in general you it's very extremely rare and i i honestly myself i cannot think of any mass shooting that i've heard of i'm sure there were but as you say they're so rare that i don't Mm. know of any and it's i mean
0: and and again the frustrating thing is well it's it's not a gun issue it's a mental health issue and so you're like, well, yes, uh, okay, all right, excellent, we can get on the same page. Then let's fund more mental health care. And then you're like, oh, pff, well, no, we don't want national, you know, federal health care. <laughs> so it's like, ah, all right. Um, Matthias, what about Germany? I,
2: I'm guessing we're roughly on the same page, but... Um yeah, we joined the world in shaking our heads and disbelief. Mm. Uh, but personally, if the most baffling thing for me is that there are actually lawmakers in the us getting up on stage and saying well laws don't work and you people don't chase them off the stage immediately i mean why are you a lawmaker if you don't think laws don't work so, i mean this, that's just baffling to me i think it was was it mark rubio or whoever it was who said well we can't have gun laws because gun laws won't work the people will still get guns yeah well that were is true for every law. So why even bother with laws? Just yeah. have anarchy then. That's just, this, this kind of argument is so, I don't know.
1: Well, with that argument, then they should legal uh, allow uh, drugs to be available.
2: Yeah, okay. they, should, they should. I think there's but, a again, lot of Again, the... that's just because they don't know how else to respond to the uh, mm. demands now. But still, that you have people openly suggest this if they are in a position to actually change things. Uh, they're, they're
1: they're more worried about people uh, smoking weed. That's more concerned to them. That's uh, against. You know, there's a lot of the, the, the. I've I've been saying it
0: for for a few times for a while now. The the distrust of the American people in its government is toxic. It's it's selective, and it is. So counterproductive to a functioning society that it is uh, uh, kind of unbelievable as well. The the idea that like the the amount everyone no one likes. Their governments, I think. No one thinks, oh, yeah, taxes are awesome. Well, some people do. Uh, I think they're necessary, but no one thinks the government is super efficient at doing everything that they can. You know, the administration works as well as any company. Obviously not. No one thinks, thinks that. But you understand the function of government, the, the need for administration, and the requirement for some uh, bureaucrats to do their job and to, to get the, the the country to run. And the fact that the Americans have such a uh, low opinion of government in general leads to things like that, leads to what you're talking about, Matthias, to someone, a senator, getting up on stage and saying, "Ah, oh, laws don't work." so <laughs> why bother right? Am I right?" And, and he get, you know he doesn't get booed off stage. Um, and and I, I think that uh, sentiment is,
2: is way more negative than just the fun, "haha, <laughs> well, government sucks, right? but it's also easier to say i don't want a tyrannical government so i buy a gun so the government can't come and take my land or whatever Mm. the right way would be if you are afraid of a tyrannical government then build a system that doesn't allow abuse but that's complicated that's difficult it's way easier to say well i have a gun if they want to come and take my land i'll just shoot them
0: and and i'd love to see you know Joe Cowboy shoot up the the Marines that are gonna land on uh, in a combat helicopter to take his land
3: from the greatest army in the world, which it is. No. So. We, we've had we've had standoffs where people have done that. We've had standoffs where there have been good old boys on a ranch and they're armed to the teeth, and the cops just sit outside. The FBI comes, everybody comes, nobody's going in there. Hmm. The guys out there with. They're armed to the teeth with maybe better weaponry than you do. So, again, when I, when I said earlier about, you know, give a gun to every black guy, I mean, it, it, it's a factual thing. When the guy shoots up a church, he's and give him a cheeseburger. When a guy shoots up to high school, toss, he's alive. A kid doesn't even have a gun on him. He gets shot in the park in 12 seconds of that cop getting out of the car because he was reported to have a gun in the park. And I can give you 14 other stories just like that with people without guns getting shot instantly. But these guys get taken in handcuffs alive over and over and over again. And then we're not going to execute them. We're going to put them in a prison and pay for them to live for the rest of their lives. So here, like I said about everything else, it's all about money. Well, the we so pro- reason we're not behind solar, the reason we're not, because the or, the gas company's like, hey, you got a president that's going to take this check. Let's let's get out of the of the global uh, uh, mindset of solar and trying to help the world. Okay, cool. I'll take the check. Um, guns. Okay, you got how big's the check? I mean, we just killed kids. I need more money from the check. Okay, you got more money? <laughs> cool. We're, we're, forget the kids. Um, it's just the way it works. And the sad part is, again, is America knows that this is how it works. America kind of likes the way it works. Same thing with marijuana. Reason marijuana is not legal is because people are fighting against it because they want to control it. There are certain states that keep trying to pass bills that were like, oh, yeah, you can have recreational marijuana, but Marlboro or Newport, the cigarette company, are the only ones allowed to grow and sell it.
2: Hmm.
3: But if it's That's really about they- money, how
2: much money is spent every day to keep? Schools supposedly safe. I mean, you have the pictures of uh, schools with metal detectors, armed personal guards, and whatnot. I mean, how much money is just spent to safeguard against this?
3: Taxpayers pay that money. Exactly. Number one, they don't get an outside check. groups trying to support the schools. Schools being defunded from the government every year. Our our national budget just got cut like thirty percent under under. Uh, Uh Obama didn't do that much more for teachers, not for nothing. He didn't do anything. He just left the budget the same. So, again, that's government money. There's no outside money that's like, hey, let's support the schools and help America and help the youth, because if there was, yes, then things would change. But the fact that your tax base and your tax revenue dictates how much support you get. That school was in a that school had a seventy-five thousand dollar security guard on it. They make a crap ton of money. Because I can go right down here to the street. We have one of the worst cities in the country, and there's there's shootings and drugs and everything. And none of those schools have a security guard because their tax base won't support it. They're like, hey, good luck, kid. Go to class. And they have to deal with it. So again, Outside funding versus inside funding, who cares how much money your budget's being spent on? That's your tax revenue. If you don't have the taxes, you don't get a security guard. You don't have the taxes, you don't get a metal detector. And that's just the way it works. Again, nobody's getting a bonus check in their pocket and a pat on the back, because if they were, then it would change. It's like the mafia out here. It really is. And it's, again, the money in it is just why it's not going to change. And I wish that that's what's every, I wish everybody woke up tomorrow and said, hey, get a 500 million dollars if you run for senator you get a million dollars and that's it you go over that budget you're beat and no more outside money from anybody Mm. then something would change well i think that would be a positive change indeed
0: um all right let's let's move on i can hear the uh conservative listeners typing furiously in there (laughs) as they're uh listening to what we've been talking about uh please do i 'm very curious to to hear what you think about the conversation. Uh, you have the comments you have twitter i'm i 'm not closed to those uh, uh, comments and those views i just I thought it wasn't i couldn 't just do it in this episode right now and it's it's kind of a you know I often say how far do you go to to support your rule your ideal and and if you think it's being compromised somehow and for me it's like yeah we always hear from both sides and we hear from everyone and and sometimes i think i have to decide well on this one on this moment i don't really think there's a both sides argument there's just the the let's hear what the world thinks and i think it's pretty united in this case um and we did have the opinion of one gun owner at least. So, um, all right, let's move on to to Germany. Um, what's been happening in there? Anything other than an a, a, an unexpected win in the Olympics uh,
2: for you? <laughs> there are a lot of things that are happening over there, over here, but. Uh... I'm not sure which one to talk about. Maybe you guys can decide. We can talk about how we still don't have a new government yet, or maybe we can talk about a ban on driving in large cities. So oh. which which is the more interesting topic to you? Both are
0: interesting. Uh, I think, okay, n- n- still no government. Uh, it's kind of the follow-up from what we've been talking in the past. So address it in like 30 seconds. And then I actually want to hear about a ban of driving in, in uh, large cities, because that's
2: something that's been on, on the lips of some people in France as well. Okay. So surprise, surprise. We still don't have a new government here in Germany. And although we were, cl- we are close to a new one, but everyone said that right before the last negotiations blew up. So. Be careful with that. Well, at this point, though, I'm not really mad because uh, with the looming government on horizon, it's almost better to have no government than the one we might get. So that's, that's <laughs> <just> personal <laughs> preference, right. I guess. Right. But um, as it stands now, we're headed for the grand coalition between the Social Democrats and the Conservative bloc. Uh, the Conservative parties have already decided that they want this government. Um, but the Social Democrats, the SPD... Uh, has chosen another way to decide that. They decided to do a survey, a vote among their members, and that vote will run until March 2nd. And if the uh, members of the party vote for a um, coalition, then the party will enter and we will have a new government. Otherwise, uh, we'll have to see what's next but at this point even Angela Merkel is um, prepared to lead a minority government so mm. even if the social democrats decide against entering a new coalition which they personal personal opinion again they should vote against it but that's just my opinion um, but even if they do we will probably have a new government by I don't know mid April.
0: That coalition would include the far right? No, it wouldn't, right? No,
2: no, no, no. That would be oh, so uh, the social democrats and the conservative party So that's not too bad, parties. is it? Mm, well, uh, it's the lesser of two evils, I guess. <laughs> uh, you're one of those left-wing nuts. Okay, I see, uh, I see. No, no, no. It's 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 more like um no, no, not a lot of people like grand coalitions because you have opposing um opinions views uh, agendas and you have to bring them into one mm. um program and that usually means you get the uh, lowest denominator or the smallest denomin- denominator sure. and that's usually just seems like it's just standing still and nothing really happening so no one is Listen, really happy neither the conservative nor the social democrats in the well
0: end. yeah okay i agree but first let's keep the nazis out that's the first order of business and second the alternative is the minority government which isn't likely to get a lot
2: more done anyway so not a lot more done but uh, you may be able to address certain topics across party lines Okay. So that's the hope Fair of the enough. people. If you have if you have to uh, negotiate on each issue separately, you might be able to form ad hoc uh, coalitions, mm. so to speak, for a certain vote. That has never been done in Germany before. That would be a first. So no one really knows what's going to happen if this would uh, – if this monetary government would come to – but, mm. well, we'll see. Okay. okay. Uh, so- and then driving ban – yeah. Um, this week, the Federal Administrative Court in Leipzig was supposed to deliver a ruling on a case pertaining to the ban of vehicles within large cities. Uh, unfortunately, the court hasn't decided yet because they postponed the decision until next week. But still, the issue is still on topic here. The state of Baden-Württemberg and Nordrhein-Westfalen have appealed a lower court judgment that would force them to impose bans on diesel vehicles uh, in their respective capitals. So so it's just diesel? Yeah, it's mostly diesel. And because uh, an environmental group sued the cities because they failed to meet clean air regulation standards. And the goal of this group was to get the municipalities to ban the diesel vehicles within their city centers to reduce uh, pollution and especially the release of nitrogen oxides. And these pollutants are mainly released by diesel engines and cause. Cardiovascular diseases, lung problems, and even cases of premature death. So the lower court court ruled that the cities have to protect their inhabitants against this, and uh, therefore they need to ban diesel cars within their cities. And now those two states have appealed that decision. Okay, uh, so it's not okay. So it's diesel specifically. I see. I was I yeah, was expecting third- something more juicy. <laughs> Two third or three quarters of the pollutants that are in discussion here, the oxygen and hydrogen oxides are produced by diesel cars, but there are so many diesel cars out there still uh, that this would be a huge thing and, isn't, uh, it isn't uh, like the diesel
0: system like I, I know that there is I'm, i don't know a lot about cars, but I know there's a less polluting diesel like filter on the on the exhaust pipe or something like that uh and the diesel engines are less polluting now um so i thought diesel wasn't that that big a deal anymore but
2: maybe i'm wrong it has become better, I guess. But still, if you remember, there was this huge scandal that uh, the car manufacturers lied about the emissions their cars right, produced. Right, right,
0: right. Yeah. So
2: even though they are supposed you, to be you, clean, you, you omitted
0: a word in your sentence, the German car manufacturers, right? The Germans... Yes.
2: They were the are ones. There, doing are that. there any others? Is there something else outside? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Fair of enough, course, fair the enough. Germans. No, no. But um, f- for now, um, we'll have to wait and see what the court is actually deciding. But it's not even certain that the court will make the ruling themselves, because there is also an option that the court might delegate this to a higher authority, which in this case would be an EU court. And to ask, and ask them to review this. So um, this might even have implications for other countries and other cities. So if not only in Germany itself, so if you ban traffic in certain cities in Germany, other German cities might have to follow suit. But also, uh, if you do that on a um, European level, um, there might be the, uh, the issue that other cities in other countries, for example, France, Austria, Belgium, Netherlands, also decide that they need to ban diesel engines within their cities, mm-hmm. for example? I think it might happen. Um, it seems like it will,
0: It wouldn't be easy. Uh, I think that's a big, a big problem, especially for people who work and who have cars for work because, of course, diesel is less expensive than uh, regular. Um, although that's changing for that reason, the taxes are being increased. Uh, but I think we're not too far off from this becoming a possibility, uh, I don't know about the rest of Europe. Uh, certainly in Finland, that would not be difficult. It's uh, It might actually already be implemented. Like in within Helsinki, most of the uh, driving uh, speed limit is 30 kilometers per hour. So that's super slow. Like that's just three times walking speed, basically, or four times walking speed. Um, so... And in in Paris, it's been back and forth, but I think the the public is getting ready to maybe agree to some sort of restriction, and that would be one of them um, that would be accepted, I think, but um, with difficulty. But eventually, there there is talk about uh, toll at the entrance of the city limits, like there is in uh, in London, and all of those. So, uh, yeah,
2: what it's, about it's, uh, also? Um, that they want to reduce car traffic in general in the cities. Right. Yeah, that's, so, that's, also, that's also the case in Paris. In this, in this spe- special case, it's uh, mostly diesel engines, but in general, all cities tr- uh, need to reduce the traffic within mm-hmm. their uh, city limits because of the pollution. Yeah, so same, in, same, in, from, same
0: in Paris. Uh, what about Riyadh, Turkey? Surely a ban on cars would go uh, super smoothly in your country.
1: Yeah, let, let, let them provide public transportation first. Then we can talk <laughs> about banning cars.
0: That would be the first uh, step. So yeah. what's happening in Saudi Arabia?
1: Uh, let's see. Well, there's three topics right now. Uh, the first one is the Ritz-Carlton is now open to the public about 10 days ago. Okay, is that a big deal? Uh, it was the place where they had all the corruption people arrested. It was closed. Oh well I public. didn't I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, so the Ritz Carlton is now open to the public. Uh, apparently they settled with the majority of those people accused of corruption, with the exception I think of 56 people who were moved to regular jails. And we'll see what happens with those later on.
0: But why was the hotel closed? I don't I'm not sure I understand it was,
1: it was a jail. It was converted into jail for all the People that were arrested. Oh, corruption. that I didn't know. Okay. So why? Because they didn't have a, a, a big
0: enough jail or because the jails weren't cozy enough? What, what happened there?
1: Because jails weren't cozy enough, because a lot of the people who were arrested were rich business people, royal family members, and so on. So that was where they put them uh, for the interrogation and trying to settle down the entire corruption charges they were accused of. Oh,
0: how did uh, re- that go with the public, like <clears throat> that they were put in a luxury hotel?
1: <laughs> uh, it, it depends on who you talk to. Uh, those who, some looked at it, at least they're fighting corruption. Others who are wondering, well, what's the result at the end of the day and so on. So you have different reactions from people. Mm. Uh, the result of that, I believe they said they retrieved over $100 billion All right. from those people in settlements. That's uh, not too and, bad,
0: I suppose, although that makes yeah. you wonder how much they took if they're giving yeah. back $100 billion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so you have that, and uh, as I said, there's around 56 people who are still under arrest, and they were moved to regular jails, okay. uh, and so on. Uh, the most infamous person internationally that was in Ritz was uh, Prince Alweed bin Talal, Uh, He's the richest man in Saudi. He owned uh, Kingdom Holding, which owned shares in Apple, Twitter, and uh, Disney, and so on, and a lot of companies, and Four Seasons Hotels, and so on. Okay. And he's out. Uh, the second biggest topic right now, we have the festival called the Janadria Festival. It's a cultural festival uh, held in Riyadh. It's held every year. So right now it's happening. Uh, it's a huge festival. It's a very cultural, uh, reflecting the entire culture of Saudi Arabia. And with a special guest country every year. And this year we are having India as a guest country in the event. What what kind of festival is it like? It's a it's a cultural festival. It's uh, it's basically tradition and culture of Saudi Arabia from the different provinces, where we uh, look into the culture uh, from every province, uh, uh, traditional dancing, uh, cultural uh, uh, crafts, and so on. Mm. Okay, yeah, so it's a huge huge uh, event. Uh the third I think and the biggest news has been recently uh, Saudi Arabia has announced that it will be investing 64 billion US dollars into the entertainment industry in Saudi. Okay. Yeah, so apparently they want to build an amusement parks, they want to build museums, they to the theaters, uh, there were even uh, claims by one of the uh, people that are leading the General Entertainment Authority where he claimed that they are planning to build a huge opera theater in Saudi that uh, we are still trying to figure out whether it's real or not because there were contradiction news about that. But apparently, Saudi is becoming going to open up for entertainment in a big way.
0: How, how does that square with the religious authority?
1: Uh, most likely, definitely, they won't be very happy about this. And, uh, and especially as soon as... And which is happening right now when they start uh, promoting uh, female uh, leads in entertainment events where men can attend. Wait, they, they're saying that this is not good
0: or what's the...
1: Uh, no, that religious authority, of course, are not happy.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Uh, because, for example, we just had uh, a play about maybe I think, a, f- a few weeks ago, and it's the first play ever in Saudi Arabia where there was a female actress that played part with male actors, and it was attended by both male and female uh, audiences. And that didn't go over well? With the religious authorities, definitely, they weren't very happy with it. So it, uh, uh, a lot of change is happening, so we're you know, waiting to see how people are going to react. to mm, it. it
0: always seems that th- things have been moving in the uh, what the West would consider to be a positive direction in Saudi Arabia, with women driving, more entertainment, that kind of thing... Um, seems slow, but things are are being moved. Uh,
1: you, you think this is slow? This is way at light speed for this country. That's mm. the part that's worrying me. While I support all of these the, the concepts behind the, these movements that allow women and so on. But I'm extremely worried that they're moving too fast for this country. And that country. there will
0: be a counter reaction, you mean?
1: Yes, yes, of course. That's, that's mm. my worry. And if there's a counter reaction, that counter reaction could be too, so strong that it might push us back. A few generations, mm. and, and and we had this before, and that's why I'm saying it. It's not like something that would never happened. We had the same reaction in uh, the 1980 when uh, we had uh, Saudi Arabia was moving forward. it was more open, and then we had the siege of Mecca that ended up making us go backwards. Instead of we didn't just stop, we went backwards in 1980.
0: Yeah, we, we talked about this on the uh, episode 100, the, the good old yeah. days special, where yeah, you talked yeah. about uh, all of this, which was yeah. really interesting. So,
1: and, and that's what worries me, that I'm really mm. worried that we're moving too fast to a point that we might have a, a backlash that ends up taking us backwards instead mm. of... A standstill would be nice. I wouldn't mind a standstill, at least that we don't lose what we achieved, but... A backlash that would re- make us go backwards, that's the problem.
0: All right. Well, I think uh, that is, unless anyone has anything to add. Um, I have something yeah. small if you. Sure. But, go um, ahead. Go
2: ahead. Because there's uh, something I just want to mention because it has been talked about a lot. Uh, on the Phileas Club. Um, It's been uh, two or three weeks, I'm not sure, but uh, by now the Berlin Wall has been down longer than it has been standing. So we have reached this point in time. They started building it in August of uh, 1961 and it stood until November of 1989. And so it's still a total of 28 years, two months and 26 days. And on the 5th of February, we have... Reached the date that it has now been uh, longer down than up. So just wanted you to mention know, it because it's a historic, a historical significant date. I guess it's for for
0: someone like me of my generation or, or or my age specifically. It's kind of unbelievable because, again, as we talked about when in in the in episode one hundred, um, it was it, it was forever the the state of the world was the berlin wall and uh, it 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 had been for me it had been the way the world had been forever when i was growing up so thinking that it has been longer when i was an adult and my life was you know moving at a regular pace and the wall has been it's it's really hard to believe i would never have thought that I would have said, well, of course, the Berlin Wall had been up for 50, you know, 100 years, obviously.
2: <laughs> so, um, so yeah. in total, it has been 10,315 days, if you want the number. Yeah, 10,000 days.
3: Yeah. When, a when I remember the president saying, tear down that wall, and now I hear a president saying, build that wall, I think to myself, America. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, Owen. I think my favorite thing that you say at any in any show in anything is when you say with that voice, "America." I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much to all of you for being on the show. Uh, we're gonna bring it to a close. Why don't you, each one of you, tell us where we can f- where we can find more of you uh, if people haven't had enough? Uh, first, let's start with old Doctor. Owen uh where are you on the internet?
3: Uh it's four letters it's pretty easy iqmz.com. Uh I was down with an illness for 2 months so I haven't been doing any podcasting but you can find an interview with uh not Patrick on there. Uh we had a great interview. Uh so I'll be back on my road starting this week doing more shows and stuff like that so iqmz com And I'm Doctor everywhere else. If you want a friend or a date, any app you have, if it's Doctor, it's me. Excellent.
1: Uh, Turkey. Well, you can find me on Twitter, double I try to post from time to time. So if you want to see some of my ramblings, just check me out. I think you should do a, a podcast and call it A i think that would be a great title <laughs> <laughs> um matias uh, do, do you have any idea how difficult it is to pronounce my name in english turkey Bella. it's very easy no <laughs> my 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 <laughs> yeah. name is turkey alballah ah turkey alballah right yeah did i get yeah, it right
0: no not exactly ah damn it yes. Listen, I, I'm channeling my my Lebanese roots
2: here, so I might have a little bit of mispronunciation. Uh, Matthias, what about you? You can also find me on Twitter. The handle is at Matzigold, and you can also find that in the show notes. So, no spelling required. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, all of them will be in the show notes, including uh, the the one
0: that uh, O doctor just dubbed uh, Turkey Kebella, right? that's that's the one
3: i think <laughs> i close enough yeah yeah uh
0: for me it's not patrick on twitter and on facebook you can find this episode at frenchspin.com and you are very welcome to come and comment on what we're saying call us out uh and i'm i'm hoping that some of you will because i'm always interested in hearing from you guys um we will talk about all of this again uh with different people being on i'm sure Uh, so this was kind of a special episode i was also looking for an illustration and uh to be honest i couldn't find something that fit so i think i'm gonna just gonna leave the illustration black for this episode because i just i can't you know have pictures that would fit and not be somewhat inappropriate, um, and I don't want to make the picture like the Black Panther movie
3: for this episode because it wouldn't work either.
0: Um, You're leaving it and-
3: black. It is for Black Panther. Just is some context, I don't care what you
0: say. Nothing That's knows. true. Um, and of course, if you want to support the show, um, you can do that at uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash The Phillies Club. The link is also in the show notes. You know that this show only exists because its uh, patrons uh, support it financially, and you can do that. I'm sure you know Patreon. It's very easy to use, very quick, very simple. You can uh, decide how much you give and decide when you stop. So um, if you do enjoy the show, if you think it brings something to your day, please consider uh, going, heading over to patreon.com slash the club and contributing it would make me infinitely happy and I'm already infinitely grateful for the ones who do so thank you very much we will be back uh, in a few weeks with another episode talk to you then bye everyone